All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another edition of Shabbat Lounge. This is Matt. And Jake here. And we are coming to you um, talking about another Torah portion, and this one happens to be week 33. Right. It just so happens to be, doesn't it? And it is Leviticus 26 and 27, and it is, pardon my French, Bekukotai, Bechukadeyidu, <laughs> and it means in my statutes. All right. Clearly, Matt and I are not Hebrew speaking. Yes. But uh, we encourage you to join uh, millions of people from all over the world reading the same Torah portion at the same time. Each week we try to put out, uh, right now we're putting this out every Thursday in YouTube, and then on Fridays it comes out in the podcast. Right. So if you only ever see this through the podcast, uh, there is a visual that goes with it. Right. So just so you know. And you can find very all... lovely visuals. Yes. You can find all this if you just Google Sabbath Lounge. Right. You'll find all kinds of stuff. But we'll just jump right into week thirty three, Jake. And so <clears throat> Jake, where the promises that we're about to see in here, are they conditional? Uh I bet if we read it, we'll find out. All right. Good Which, question. If you have questions in scripture. Typically, that's the answer. If you read it, perhaps you'll find out. That's right. That's right. And, and, and we believe in letting Scripture define Scripture. You know, so often um, people can take verses out of context. Like I just had this discussion with someone about Romans. And, um, you know, if you just isolate one or two verses in Romans, you just, you can't, you just can't explain Romans in one or two verses. You've got to look at before and the middle and after and during, all around it. Right. Context is everything. Yeah, context. And especially the, the, the I don't know why I'm going on this tangent, but the, the letters. It must have to happen. The it letters happen. that uh, Paul wrote, you know, they, they are letters to specific people in a specific time. During specific situations. Yes. And yes. there are. One side of a phone call, basically, that you're listening That's to. That's right, and and we have to keep that in mind. And people have taken some of that and ran with it, and I think Paul would come back and go, what? Right. <laughs> what did you do? What, so, you said what? <laughs> yeah, so people take that. Now, Paul's letters are 5% of Scripture, Yeah. and then they'll use that to disavow the other 95% yeah. of it. yeah. So anyway, that doesn't have anything to do with Leviticus 26 and 27. So let's get into the scripture, Jake 26, 6. And I will give peace in the land, and ye shall lie down, and none shall make you afraid. And I will rid evil beasts out of the land, neither shall the sword go through your land. So, uh, Matt, why is he promising this? It sounds uh, peaceful for one. Yes. And uh, this is, uh, I believe this, we're going to find out this is probably a condition on something. Right. So let's read on to find out more. So first he says, if you follow my decrees and are careful to obey my commands. Is that a condition? It's sounding like a condition. <laughs> so it sounds like if means it's like an if then yes it's exactly what it is and then in 18 if after all this you will not listen to me i will punish you for your sins seven times over okay that sounds like a condition for sure right so it uh, sounds very simple though mm -hmm. uh yeah 
if you do what you now okay this idea of i will punish you for your sins um so is this like do we see that happen today do we see punishment for sin today? I think uh, natural consequences uh, is a great example. You know, like in a teacher in the classroom, um, you know, we would talk about that all the time. You know, when some when when you start stealing from your friends, well, guess what? Your friends don't trust you anymore. Yeah, and it's just uh, are they punishing and it's like a punishment. you? Punishment. You know, maybe they wouldn't necessarily say they're punishing you but it's just a consequence sometimes of your behavior right just what happens and i think a lot of times what yahweh is trying to do is say he sets up the torah so it's like i've i've made you so i know what works this is the stuff that works mm-hmm. once you go outside of that you're gonna run into trouble so he's warning you no don't go outside of what i'm telling you or you're gonna trip on something and get hurt yeah and so uh so yeah so i see it like a like you're saying it's a consequence of your own action it's he's he's not thumping you necessarily he does it certain times mm-hmm. uh in specific situations but it's more of a overall in general it's more he removes his hand from his protection over you mm-hmm. and just lets the consequence happen yeah so you know and just as simple as here in the United States, if you're driving down the road and you uh, stop at the stop sign or stop at the red light and let the other cars pass, you you typically don't get a ticket and you don't get in a wreck. <laughs> right. So, but if you don't do those things, you either something is going to happen. Sometimes you get away with it, but um, but and then sometimes, sometimes you're paralyzed. Yes, yeah, sometimes it ends up bad, very badly. Yeah. So. All right, so moving on, um, the, there's more wedding talk here in a priest model. Read twenty six twelve. Jake. And I will walk among you, and will be your Elohim, and you shall be my people. So, does that sound like the other wedding talk that we've talked about before? Yeah, and you can kind of you can kind of pick it out whenever it's like uh, you might see it as like covenant talk, mm-hmm. and then that should you know, click in your head, oh, that's a wedding kind of situation Mm -hmm. that he's talking about. And whenever he's talking about, uh, I will be your Elohim, you will be my people, that's usually a covenant talk, a wedding talk. Mm -hmm. And this is conditional too, you know. So I'll walk amongst you. Um, You know, this is all conditional based upon what they do. And so this takes you back to the Garden of Eden. So, you know, he walked and talked with Adam and Eve, and that's the deal. That's the relationship he's always wanted, is he wants to be able to walk and talk amongst us. Right, and he's not going to force you into a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And if, 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 our, um, if the sin in our life is, uh, you know, significant, he can't even come down here and walk amongst us because it's so filthy. Right, so, it's like the dog that didn't pick up after itself. He just can't walk anywhere without stepping <laughs> in something. So, you don't want that relationship. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so twenty six four, I will send you rain in its season, and the ground will yield its crops, and the trees their fruit. 
That sounds good. Sign me up for that. Yeah. So I this like is reading. all. This is all part of uh, letting them know. Hey, when you go into the land, and you're obedient, and you're if you're gonna follow me, I'll take your. You'll be taken care of, right? If you're gonna live in the king's court, then you'll get the bounty from the king's table. Yeah, and we're coming to you know. We haven't got there yet, but we are coming towards the end of the honeymoon period, and it's about it's going to soon be time for to them get to to, work. to to do this. But we see right. what happens. Yeah, so some of you have read ahead, and you know what happens. So the other part of this in nineteen, read this one. I will break down your stubborn pride and make the sky above you like iron, and the ground beneath you like bronze. I don't want that. Right. So especially if you're trying to garden or grow crops, um, this is not; these aren't ideal conditions to feed your. Tell family. me, Matt. Do people uh, typically eat well when there's uh, no crops? No, no. Tend, does not tend to. Someone's got to well. be growing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Today we overcome all, a lot of this with irrigation, but still, even with irrigation. On dry years, it just isn't quite the same. Yeah, especially like uh, when California says you can only irrigate this much, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, then there's water restrictions or your well runs dry. Well runs dry. So, But definitely this is part of a conditional promise. So um, why is he going to make it dry? Uh, Because he wants to break down their stubborn pride. That's right, they're prideful. It's a way to humble you and make you realize your position because yeah. you've you've forgotten who you are and now you're in ye be like elohim phase of your life mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's got to stop that yeah yeah all right so uh, put it in here whoa what happened Twenty six seventeen. <laughs> and i will set my face against you and ye shall be slain before your enemies they that hate you shall reign over you, and ye shall flee when none pursueth you. What does that mean? Uh, <clears throat> they're going to be uh, scaredy cats. Yeah. He's going to smite them, and then uh, they're going to be scared of everything because Yahweh's uh, grace and mercy is not no longer upon them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it made me think of uh, escaping through a fire, you know, especially like a grass fire. And, you know, there's not going to be any good way to go for you. Um, No direction can you go. You can't outrun this. You can't, uh, you know, we see examples where, you know, not related at all. But Jonah tries to run and we you can't you can't outrun him. You know, he's it's impossible. Jonah found out. So, but this is definitely another part of the condition, and this is the the bad part, uh, punishment phase here. This is the yeah, you have not uh, obeyed stage. And then Jake, uh, this one is uh, verse forty-one. Would you read this one and think about why did why are there donkeys here? Right. So, <clears throat> which made me hostile toward them, so that I sent them into the land of their enemies. Then, when their uncircumcised hearts are humbled, and they pay for their sin. So why did we include this? This is actually a very important 
uh, verse here. Yes. Well, it's definitely uh, another part of the um, conditional promise and the negative part of it, you know, um, that, you know, having to pay for your sin does not sound like a pleasant thing or something you're going to enjoy. He's already kind of told you uh, before what pain for your sins going to look like, you know, there's going to be no rain, your enemies are going to chase you and you can't get away. Um, so none of that sounds real good. Right. It's about the humbling. He says here also, right. Mm-hmm. It's make them humble. And, uh, the donkeys is a, uh, stubborn situation. That's why the donkeys, it's uh, stiff necked people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, What's really important here, people miss this, is what he's really concerned about is the circumcision of the heart. Mm-hmm. Okay, because uh, people think that's a New Testament concept. That's old school. Okay, that's happening right here in Leviticus. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's, that's a, a good point. that's a uh, those Levitical laws of mm-hmm. them. You know. Yeah, yeah and a lot yeah. of people want to argue and say y'all are just under the law you just are going back to be circumcised right and um they don't understand that the goal was always the circumcision of the heart right so the flesh is just an outward manifestation the the heart has to be circumcised first right so good point and that happens with them too uh mm-hmm. in future portions you'll see yeah so then we get some good news, Jake. Would you read about some good news here? Finally, then will I remember my covenant with Jacob and also my covenant with Isaac and also my covenant with Abraham. Will I remember? And I will remember the land. Well, that sounds good. That's sounds better, really good. Huh? Remembering that stuff. So, so, the, so he's going to remember the covenant and then also remembering the land. So when I think about the land, that must mean that it's going to get proper rain and it's going to grow crops that will help feed them so and help the land to flourish right and then so so this is after they are humbled and they are um accept the punishment of their iniquity and they uh their hearts are circumcised then Mm -hmm. this wasn't a once saved always saved kind of situation was it no no and good point. So people through time and before we followed Torah, we probably called them the chosen people. Did you ever right. call them the chosen people? Yeah. And it's uh, good to be reminded that um, they are the chosen people, but he chose everybody to be a part of this group. And uh, unfortunately, many people just don't choose him. Right, and uh, he he wants this relate covenant relationship with all human humans on the planet, but uh, many reject him, and it's not because he didn't try, and not because he's not wanting to be connected, and he didn't just choose this tiny uh, gene pool of people and say these are my people and they're special and they get saved in the end no just because of the bloodline. Right, that's not here. It doesn't say that anywhere in this verbiage. Right. It lays it out clearly. If they do not do, you know, do this, bad things are going to happen. But all the bad things are intended to bring them back. Right. So. 
All right, and then we see a vowel, a vowel system here, and there seems to be a monetary value put on life. Yeah, so, so the way our culture is today, we would say, that's icky, Matt. Matt, that's icky. Mm -hmm. Ew. Yes. There's money value on life. Mm -hmm. How much are you worth, Matt? A lot. A lot? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Would like we to... that we could all be Matt? Yes. <laughs> At least I think of myself a lot. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> and biblical. Yes. yes. But, uh, yeah, so the monetary value on life. Now, this is more to do with um, making sure people are taken care of. Like, especially when you look at uh, women in the Bible, in this system here that they're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, usually, how would you marry off uh, a daughter? You would have money change hands mm -hmm. and goats. It'd be a dowry. Right. An agreement. Right. So it's this like value for her life, basically. Mm -hmm. But the value for her life is because she's bringing a value to the home that she's a part of. Yeah. And so uh, there has to be this, hey, if you're going to take my daughter, she can't help around the house anymore. Mm -hmm. She can't help the family out. What are you giving in return? And it's it's more symbolic, I think, than an actual value for her life. You know, it's because mm -hmm. obviously, you know, you can't put a price on that. It's, mm -hmm. it's just uh, um, so. Yeah, I could see somebody going, "That's all I'm worth." Right. That wasn't that was. That's not the point. Right. It's not saying that literally you're only worth this much, but it's the yeah the concept that um, when the, especially the bride. She uh, did a lot of work in the house and uh, helped the family, and now she's going to be gone. So. Right. So it's a it's a sacrifice to mm -hmm. send your daughter off to get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. And then we find another duty of the priest. Lots so, of priest duty. And, and so this one was they kind of alludes to being tax appraisers. And you said something interesting about the, them in the government. Um, I thought that was interesting. Right. So uh, when you read, and we'll have an episode on this, uh, Romans 13, you see this word, depending on your translation, you, the government that you're listening to. Uh, if you know what the priesthood looks like by reading your Torah portions, you'll know that they are set up to do all the governmental tasks that we think of today. They're making sure your house is set up right and all the, all the property goes back to where it's supposed to go. Kind of like inspectors. The, and... Yeah. And making, they're the appraisers. They're um, taking care of the, making sure the food is good and clean mm -hmm. and making sure uh, the poor are taken care of mm -hmm. all that stuff. It's, it's always and the th Levites. And things that cause mold and mildew are remedied and squashed before they spread out of control. And... Right. And they're kind of the uh, the judges of sin and righteousness, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So all those, those categories that we typically would put on a government, that's what they're 
these guys are running the government yeah. for this nation. In a way, I mean, not in a way, but uh, they are a representative type of government. Yeah. We don't usually talk about them, nor will the history book ever talk about them being this way, but but uh, it is a version of that. Yeah. So. All right. So it's a short chapter, short couple chapters, yep. but lots in there. So we've come to the end of week 33 in Leviticus 26 through 27. And we appreciate you stopping by and uh, joining us on this. And anything else, Jake, you want to say? Uh, give us a like, uh, subscribe, and all that stuff so you can get the latest in Sabbath Lounge content. That's right. Well, we appreciate you uh, stopping by. This is Matt and, and Jake signing off.